Hey guys, it's Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to another Simple Saturday. So these past couple weeks, we've finally been coming out of the winter sickness. Everyone in the family has been sick for about a month solid. We've all been sharing it around. So we're just so excited to get out in the snow again. And we've been watching YouTube videos on Rube Goldberg machines. I didn't know this is what they were called. I was calling them chain reactions. And you're just using stuff around your house to make like this chain reaction. It's really cool. So we've been watching YouTube videos on it, trying to make our own. We're way funner in person. I promise. I'm pretty sure. I hope. <laughs> I've also been decluttering a few places and I've shared a picture in the email with you guys. We've decluttered the game shelf in the basement, the kids bookshelf, and I decluttered my sweaters. I feel like I think I don't have sweaters, but then when I look in my cupboard, there's just so many. So I went through that, conmaried the sweaters. One of the things I want to talk to you guys today about is planning your day. So before we get into it, how do you plan your day? Do you write things down? Do you put them in a calendar? Do you only plan the must-dos? Or are you very detailed and you get down to cleaning lists and meal plans? When it comes to making a plan, I've always been a non-planner in my life. Most of my life, I've just merged the plans of others. And I know this is a type 9 thing. If you guys hear me talk about the Enneagram, I'm type 9, the peacemaker. So I would just go along with whatever plans someone else was making. Until I had kids until I had my first two kids at home with me and I I was just lost in my day. I was getting to the end of the day feeling like a leaking beanbag just spilled out all over the place. I couldn't keep anything contained. I felt unproductive and totally drained. So what I started doing was the week that my husband was at work for that week and I would kind of be solo parenting, I would sit down and plan out my week. So I'd make a daily plan and what I started with was things that made my life easier. If that could be a title, what would be under your list of things that could make your life easier? For me at this point, it was meals and snacks. I would write down any outings we would probably do in that morning and super simple stuff like going to Strong Start or going on a coffee date or going to the park, something really easy. And then because one kid would sleep in the afternoon, there was one kid who wanted to do an activity with me, so I'd write down an idea on just something super simple we could do. It wasn't anything firm, it was very flexible, and it just helped me to kind of get into a routine. I mean, eventually I would have three small kids all at home, and just knowing that meals are thought of and kind of activities are thought of, they wake up in the morning, ask what we're gonna do, and I could tell them. It just made me feel a bit more relaxed and more proactive instead of just responding to the day. One thing I have noticed about planning my day is that I had this life as a quote-unquote woman who wanted to do fun stuff. And when I had a routine in place, suddenly I could be the woman who does fun stuff because there was time to do it. I could see little areas where things could get done. I could like block away time that I wanted to set up childcare or something that I could do something for myself. So I could just see the opportunities happening. Even more important than that, I felt like I had done the things that needed to get done. I had mommed hard, I had fed people vegetables. And so I could just relax without calling myself lazy about it. I could just um, feel like that time was my own. So if you are thinking about planning your days or weeks, I have three big tips for you. My first tip would be to do a brain dump. And I've talked about brain dumps before. It's taking everything that's swirling around in your head and putting it down on paper. You can categorize it if you like. I'll link to a blog post on how I use brain dumps. 
The other tip is instead of getting kind of hyper detailed about planning your day, um, plan the structure of your day and then just set some focuses that you want to focus on for that week. So for myself, I would set three focuses for my week. I would set a focusing for parenting, a focus for my personal life and a focus for work. So maybe my parenting focus would be reading and maybe my personal life focus would be drinking water and maybe my work focus would be um, getting a blog post done. Then whenever I would glance at my planner, I wouldn't feel like uh, this big to-do list was kind of glaring at me. I could just remember, oh yeah, these are the things I want to just incorporate when I have spare moments. What's one little thing I can do right now that like helps with that? I can go drink a glass of water. Check. Feeling like a rock star. My last tip for planning your day is to have a list of running ideas to pull from. And I do this for meals. If you read about the meal planning book, I have a link to it in the show notes. I have a list for... Um, these weekly focuses I could do. When the kids were smaller, I had a list of activity ideas and we have a list of like projects we wanna get done around the house. So then when it's time to plan out my week, I can just add in a few things without spending the time trying to make my brain work extra hard when it probably just wants to eat ketchup chips and watch Netflix. I wanna talk about friendship. And you've probably heard me share before that friendship has um, been a big learning curve for me. I don't think I did it well when I was younger. I don't think I understood the value of it when I was younger. And then I became a mom and I was lonely and confused and just kind of isolated. And friends never became more important in my life than in motherhood. Thankfully, I've had some amazing, amazing women who I can do motherhood with. And I was thinking recently about a time that I was camping with some good friends and it was warm and it was dark out and the kids were in bed and we could just talk. And I remember looking at my friends thinking how much I really loved them, almost like I was falling in love with them again. And it made me realize I probably was falling a little out of love with them because that's the thing is friendship is like a marriage. You get in the grind, you get drained, something small gets you frustrated or you take something the wrong way. And you forget, you forget just how stinking amazing it is to have this person whose company you enjoy to still be showing up and want to be part of your life and want what's best for you. You forget the lame jokes they laughed at, the weird things you guys do together, the food you eat together, just the details of doing life together in this special combination that only you two have that other people would think is weird. Like, those are your people. So I just want to encourage you, date your friends. You're going to go through dry seasons in your friendships. You're going to have to put the work into keeping that love alive. So call up a girlfriend, take her out on a date, and just have some fun with your friends. So this past year, there's been an area of my home I'm constantly decluttering. It's always full of random crap. If you were on Instagram stories, you probably saw me decluttering it a few times. That is our bedroom dresser. It is the dumping grounds for all the piles throughout the house. If there's something that I need to take away from the kids, or if there's a pile of Connor's stuff or my stuff or just random stuff, it all goes on the dresser. And then it was kind of an out of sight, out of mind. And it just made our bedroom feel gross. <laughs> made it feel like purgatory of hated items and I realized it was becoming a toleration and if you wonder what a toleration is it is a little thing that 
you deal with almost daily and it stresses you out and it's just this underlying source of stress. Um, I actually have a blog post and worksheet on that. I'll link it in the show notes if you want to check it out. So this is a toleration. I've been putting up with it. I don't have to. I can make changes. I can change this thing. And the change is to declutter that. When we sat down and started working on the Life on Purpose workbook, we sat down and set vision for different areas of our life. And when we sat down and set the vision for our home and reflected on how the past year had gone and what we wanted to do, we realized one of those habits that we need to address more is um, the habit of keeping piles around the house, specifically the pile management, how it's all ending up in our bedroom. So we have this bigger vision that we want to work into. We decluttered our um, bedroom dresser a month ago and I'm so excited to walk into our bedroom a month later from decluttering that dresser and it's still clear. Okay, there is something in there and I just put it in there this morning. It is an ice cream bucket full of confiscated items from the bathroom because a certain four-year-old was trying to smuggle nail clippers to preschool. So I had to just throw everything in a tub and get it out of the way so we could get out the door to school. Sorry, I'm listening back on the recording and I see that it has cut me out in this section. So I just wanted to jump in and say that we had this vision for our bedroom to be a clear and peaceful space and our dresser wasn't letting us do that. So now that this dresser is decluttered, we are able to kind of have this space that we envision for ourselves and that feels really empowering. I love sharing Simple On Purpose with you guys and I love that you share it right back with me. I would love to open up Facebook to be a place where I can share your Q&A. So if you have any questions, any little tidbits you want to share or stories or comments, please send them my way. You can email me in the email newsletter or find Simple On Purpose on Facebook or catch me on Instagram. That is it for Simple Saturday. Thanks for being here. I know that during this recording, the furnace was cutting in and out, so thanks for bearing through that. After all, it is winter in Canada. All right, have a great week. Talk to you later.